Hey guys, this is Chase with csjoseph.life. So, last time we talked about love and respect, uh, continuing on with this series for human nurture. And it's important that when looking at something as complex as relationships, that we understand each of the individual components. So, I put together a model called Human Attraction Dynamics, as I mentioned in the previous uh, video, that uh, basically outlines how all of that works. So we first looked at love and respect for masculine-feminine relationships and how the masculine side prefers respect over love, um, although it does need love, that's just secondary, but its primary need is respect. The feminine side, it's the opposite. The primary need is love, and the secondary need is respect. So that's the inside of human attraction dynamics. There's an additional layer on the outside, which is a second yin and yang, uh, similar to how love and respect in its own yin and yang equilibrium in the center of the model. The next level on the outside represents the attractors, uh, the next uh, outer dimensional layer an additional yin and yang. So that basically outlines what attracts men to women, what attracts women to men, etc. So today's video we're going to be looking at answering that question, what attracts women to men? And this is an interesting video because most people don't even know the answer to that question. Do you? Do you know what attracts women to men? Oftentimes when I ask people, they tell me, well, it's a, it's a six pack or it's, it's muscles or it's uh, confidence, right? Uh, being sure. No. No. None of that has anything to do with what attracts women to men at all. Uh, those are basically symptoms or results of the thing that actually attracts uh, women to men. But none of that has actually anything to do uh, with the source or the reason why. Uh, so let's 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 abstract this a little bit. Let's kind of zoom out a little bit. You have a relationship with a woman, and uh, she respects the man, right? And the relationship's going good because he's getting the respect he needs. But why why is she able to actually give him that respect to begin with? Well. Dare I say, doesn't have anything to do with him being respectable? Don't you think respectability has anything to do with that? Well, how does a man measure his own respectability? Well, that's a good question. Does respectability have anything to do with how women are attracted to men? Ah, that's also a good question. Maybe it does. The answer is yes, it does. Hell yes, it does. Uh, a woman cannot love a man unless she respects him. That is a fact. That's like a big fact. If, if there's no respect there, she can't have a relationship with, with the guy. Like, it's not going to happen. Explain, like, can you show me a healthy relationship out there where the woman in the relationship does not respect the man? Could you show me any relationship out there where the woman is happy to be with a man she doesn't respect? Uh, no. That, like, never happens. Ever. 
So quite frankly, how attractive a man is basically comes or stems from how respectable he is. So let's talk about that. What is respectability? Well, it's nobility. A man's nobility represents just how respectable he is, ergo just how attractive he is. So nobility is a lot of things. Uh, the mature masculine, also known as sacred masculinity, has a lot to do with this. Sacred masculinity is when a man focuses on the big things of life. Sacred femininity is the small things of life, but that doesn't make them any less important. Sometimes the smallest things are the most important. Like a diamond, for example. Very small thing, but extremely precious, right? Why else do we give diamonds to women? I mean, come on. Doesn't that make sense? Makes sense to me. So, respectability basically stems from how much nobility a man has. Nobility is the measure of a man's masculinity, it is a measure of the man's manhood, basically. So, what does that mean? What does nobility even mean? Well, how is he set apart from other men? Does he produce more than he consumes? That's always the first question I ask. Is the man generative, right? Is he healthy? Does he have financial responsibility? Uh, is, does he have strong relationships with fellow men and take it seriously? So seriously that he's even willing to tell the women in his life to screw off so that he could spend more time with the guys, right? Uh, does the man enjoy life and not just be absorbed in his work all the time, right? These are aspects of nobility. These are aspects of manhood, aspects of respectability. So if you wanna be the most attractive men among the most attractive men in the world, here's what you need to do. Step one, ignore women. Like seriously, if you wanna get a girlfriend, stop. Just ignore women. Like don't even pay any attention to them. Focus on building your nobility. Do you have a job? Do you have your own transportation? Do you have your own place to live? Do you have your own castle? That's the first component of men's nobility. It's known as king. It comes from the model king, warrior, magician, lover which are the four archetypes, according to the Jungian depth psychologists, uh, Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette. There's actually a book on it called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover. I recommend you read it. I also recommend you read No More Mr. Nice Guy in conjunction with that book so that you can have basically an entire idea as to how the mature masculine actually works. So to become an attractive man, you basically need to master the four roles of the mature masculinity, you, the, the four roles of men's nobility. The more nobility you have, the more attractive you are. Don't believe me? I actually read an article recently about this dinosaur professor who, he's just some old fat guy. There's nothing special about the guy. But he's only the world's foremost expert in dinosaurs and fossils, right? He married this super hot 23, 24-year-old uh, college student. 
she was smoking. Holy smokes. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. She was a lab assistant, right? At his university. And he's like some 44-year-old fat guy. Really? How does that even happen? The guy's got nobility in spades. Like, let's be honest. He drives... He drives a Corvette, right? Uh, he's an expert. He's the expert in his field. Uh, uh, he's got his own place, right? Uh, he's going places, right? He's got a lot of status. Maybe she's a, a type that craves status, like the ENFP or the ESFP. Those types have TE child, so they really crave status, right? And maybe being in a relationship with that guy gives them all the status that they would have ever wanted, right? He's not even the richest guy in the world. Do you know how much college professors even make, right? It's not that much. So why else would she be willing to get in a relationship with this guy, right? That's my point. It's all about nobility. So nobility is broken down into four parts. King, warrior, magician, lover. If you're a guy, and you're looking to be, you know, the man, have a girlfriend, right? Or uh, find yourself a really good woman, the woman of your dreams. You need to focus on increasing your attractiveness so that women are coming to you so you're not looking like a little bitch trying to chase after women, you know? Peacocking around. That's, what a waste of time. Like seriously, stop doing that. You know, if you chase women, they don't respect you which means they're not willing to get in bed with you because they don't respect you. Respectability is king, guys. So let's look at the four roles of the mature masculine, the four roles that make man's nobility what it is, the four pillars behind men's attractiveness. King, warrior, magician, lover. So king, king, is when a man produces more than he consumes, when he is generative, when he has a job, when he has his own transportation, when he has his own place, his own castle. That's what it means to be king, right? He has relationships with fellow men, fellow kings, and they have their kingdoms intertwined with each other so that they're working together unified to bring about positive change in their lives. It's who these people are. If pretty loud over there. So, as men, it's important that you guys stay generative. Without generativity, you're going nowhere, right? If you're not king, you're going nowhere. Are you like? I wonder how many people watching this video are are in their mother's basement right now, no job. They're they're suck, still sucking off a of mama's tit, right? They're uh, playing video games, they're getting fat, no future, no nothing, and they're watching pornography all day long. Like, seriously, come on. That's not remotely attractive. That just tells me you're worth putting in the dumpster and being forgotten, left in the ditch. Like, come on, what a waste. Gentlemen, you need to become men, real men. And you know what's great? about becoming real men. In this society, there's nothing but man-children. If you become a real man, women will immediately detect it because you're throwing off this huge amount of magnetism of attractiveness, right? Because you got king going, at least. 
you get king going, especially when you're young, you know, and you're in high school or just out of fresh out of high school and you get your own place. Are you kidding me? Women you're in your age group are just gonna throw themselves at you because it's like that guy's going places. He's got all he's got his all his shit together. It's because no one has their shit together. Finding a real man in this culture is like even rarer than finding the most beautiful women. Like way rarer. Everyone keeps telling me about how, you know, pussy is the most precious commodity in the market. I'm sorry, that's not true at all. Actually, manhood is the most precious commodity in the market. And if you could produce manhood, women will come to you in droves. They will come after you. You don't even have to initiate with them. They will come to you like uh, like flies going into a, a zapper. You know, that's literally what would happen. You don't have to do anything. So yeah, again, step one, ignore women. Build your nobility. Focus on building your nobility. King, warrior, magician, lover. So we talked about king. Let's talk about warrior. What is warrior? Warrior means is that you have the skills necessary to defend your kingdom, which means you practice proper financial management. Have you ever filed your taxes? Maybe you should hire a CPA for that. Or actually spend time, get off your ass, and understand how a 1040 EZ actually works, right? How about going to mint.com and interfacing it with your bank account so that you understand where all of your money is going? You create a budget and maintain your budget. Another aspect of Warrior is health management. Are you eating clean? Are you eating non-GMO and organic foods every day? Or are you being like the rest of the Walmart losers of the world? Going out there and eating synthetic foods, destroying your genes. Did you know that every bite you take changes your genes in real time? It's called epigenetics. Why don't you read about it? Oh, right. That's another way that you can increase your nobility by using the magician. Reading. Reading is all about the magician. It's how you develop the magician. But more on that in a second. Back to warrior. Another way you could be warrior is learning how to defend yourself. Do you know how to use a gun? Do you know how to, uh, do you always have uh, a phone on you at all times in case you need to call for help? Are you always aware of potential threats wherever you are? Do you have a knife on you at least? You never know when you have to defend yourself or your family or those that you care about. Do you know basic fist fighting techniques? Do you go to the gym and develop your muscles so that if you had to go to blows with somebody, there's a good chance you're gonna come out on top. I mean, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, guys, seriously do it. Or Muay Thai, I recommend it. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is fantastic, but you gotta get him on the ground, so that's what the Muay Thai's for. Because most fights start standing, not on the ground. That's what Warrior's all about. You have to develop yourself in a way where you can defend yourself and defend your kingdom. Because remember, when you're king and you're producing more than you consume, you got your own castle, you got your own ride, you know? Because you're a king and you're producing and you're generative, you're able to take on subjects. Subjects like a woman and children. Those are subjects. Subjects of your kingdom, right? People that you are responsible for. Thus, it is your responsibility to be able to defend them. That includes having uh, survival kits, first aid kits, a plan to get out of your home in a fire, those types of those types of things. Always being aware 
of the possible problems that you may encounter and having the tools or the equipment necessary or the knowledge or the skills necessary to defeat those obstacles in life for the sake of your kingdom and potentially fellow kingdoms with fellow kings, other men, other real men, not man children, in your life. So magician, we talked about that. Reading. Are you reading at all? Like, are, are you really one of those worthless man-children who don't read? And if you don't like reading, well, watch videos. At least do something. Uh, or if you have a commute and you're going to a job, they have this thing called audiobooks where you can queue up a bunch of audiobooks. And uh, basically, like, for example, I, I would commute an hour a day for a while at my last job. And I just would be committed to listening to an audiobook and I just pick it up right where I left off. Every time I got into the car, I was watching or reading some kind of audiobook something. I also get the Kindle app on my phone. I can always be reading something if I need to, especially if I'm on an airplane. But the point is not a single moment of my time is wasted. I don't even watch television anymore. I don't even play video games anymore. And I used to be the most hardcore gamer you ever met. Like, Realm First World of Warcraft rating tier level, you know, back in the Wrath of the Lich King days. Pathetic. I was pathetic, let's be honest. That's horrible, you know. And it, why? Because it consumed me. Because that's all my life was, and it destroyed my marriage. And to be honest, like, she should have never married someone like me. Like, wow, I was such a man-child. Not anyone, anyone this channel would ever respect, to be honest. So, again, king, warrior, magician. The magician is all about becoming so specialized and so skilled at what you do because you're constantly bettering yourself, constantly researching, constantly reading, right? That because you're putting so much effort into, uh, you know, increasing your knowledge, increasing your wisdom, and because you have combat you have combated with failure you have struggled with failure not just success magician is all about failure why because failure is the greatest teacher you need to embrace failure as a man you need to realize that failure is the default failure is necessary if you do not fail you cannot learn learning is more important than being a success learning is more important than achieving so you need failure in order to learn. Failure is the greatest teacher. Failure is how you learn the truth. Failure is how you learn wisdom. And when you have that wisdom, you can confer that upon other people, other fellow men. Such is the way of the magician. The magician's job is to find other men, especially man-children, and raise them up into the ways of the king and to the ways of the warrior. Find those people in your life. When you are succeeding at king and warrior, find other men and confer those not that knowledge and those techniques on those men so that they can become kings and warriors like you. And so that they can, as magicians, when they're developing their magician, to help other men. You know, a magician like, like Merlin, got lots of books, got that library around him, you know, reading all of, that, all of those uh, pieces of knowledge and wisdom to help him more effective at what he does. That's what magician is. And he shares it with fellow men to initiate them into manhood as well. That is the role of the magician. That's what it's for. That's what the magician is all about.
And then the fourth area of the mature masculine is lover. Lover is not about just, you know, screwing as much pussy as you can get your hands on. That's not what it's about. It's about enjoying life. It's about, you know, wondering what it's like to be an ant or uh, going to the frozen yogurt bar or going down a zip line or going surfing on a vacation. It's about enjoying life. See, the problem is, man children, they do it backwards. They do it lover, magician, warrior, king. They try, they try to get themselves a woman, yet they don't even have a job. They don't even have a car. They don't even have, like pussy is their priority, right? Then they're trying to help their fellow men get easy pussy too. You know, that's what they're trying to do with their magician, right? What a waste. And then, and then after that, you know, they try to, to try to defend themselves with their warrior, like defend their behavior, defend their stupid, and then make excuses for themselves. Excuses why they're going nowhere in life, right? And then instead of producing more than they consume with their king, they're, they're consuming more than they produce and they're literally a virus. They're literally a disease on society as we know it. Like, that's what it is to be a man-child. All you have to do is reverse king, warrior, magician, lawyer, lover, and you have a man-child. Don't be a man-child, guys. Like, listen... If you want a girlfriend, if you want a fantastic woman in your life, if you don't want to be alone anymore, look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the problem. Stop looking at it like, oh, pussy is this really rare commodity, man. No, it's not about that. You are the rare commodity. You just haven't developed yourself enough to put yourself, to make yourself valuable enough to put your ass in the market because you can't. Why? Because you have no nobility. Because you're not remotely attractive. Why? You know, because you're not a king. You're not generative. You're not producing more than you consume. You don't have your own place. Well, man, I, I'm having a hard time getting a job. And, you know, I can't bring in enough money. I'm, I'm working for, uh, you know, Red Robin. Or, you know, I'm just a busboy, man. It's like, well, maybe you should get, like, an OSHA forklift certification that costs, like, 250 bucks and, like, a couple days of class and a test which makes you instantly hireable. So you're getting paid at least 15 bucks an hour. You know, what waiters are paid at restaurants like Cheesecake Factory, which is what people consider as the uh, highbrow tier of uh, service employment. And you're already making 15 bucks an hour right out the gate with this little forklift certification. And then after six months to a year, you'd be working on Amazon.com, making above 20 bucks an hour plus benefits. And what if you did that when you're 18 in high school, huh? And you're already making over 20 bucks an hour just fresh out of high school, right? What are you doing with your life? Pay attention. Like, seriously, there's so many opportunities. I don't even know how you people sleep at night. Wake up. Seriously, wake up. You need to be generative. You need to produce more than you consume. And that's the biggest obstacle. Because king is so hard for people to get. That's why they try to do it backwards and they start with lover. And then they wonder why they're with some oversized, disrespectful woman. Ugly. Life is too short to dance with ugly girls. My father would tell me that all the time as a little kid. There's a reason for that. It's because if I'm spending my time properly on things that actually matter, on building my nobility, on becoming king, on becoming warrior and magician and lover, at that point in time, 
I've reached the mature masculinity. I'm focusing on the big things of life. I have sacred masculinity, which is what women want. They are attracted to men who have nobility. If you have nobility, you are the most attractive man. You have the most magnetism. You can literally just ignore women. You can never even try to get a date. And I guarantee you, they will just come to you of their own free will because they know you got them the nobility that they're looking for. Anyway, if you found this video helpful or educational, please leave a like and subscribe. I'm going to be doing more human nurture videos. We're going to be talking about what makes uh, women attractive uh, to men in our next video as part of this series on human attraction dynamics. Some of these videos will be a little bit short, some will be a little bit longer because it's important to uh, drive uh, the narrative home because uh, not very many people are talking about these things and that's one of the biggest frustrations I have is that when it comes to maturity and manhood, no one's telling anybody anything. I had to learn all this stuff the hard way and it cost me 10 years of my youth to learn this just so you folks could benefit from from the pain in my life and the failures of my life. This is me using my magician, right? To confer this information upon you folks so that you folks can mature and we could help bring about a better society and build a better society and build a better future for our children. Because that's what we owe to our children. We don't owe it to past generations. We owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our children. Otherwise, we won't have a future anymore because there is no future if society is literally just a bunch of immature losers who are incapable and are just looking for a handout. That's not a society that we can build upon. That's not a life I want to have and that's not a life I want my children to have. So work with me. Gain nobility. Become men of tomorrow. The men of tomorrow. Men of maturity men of honor, men that are generative, men that produce more than they, than they can consume, men that can take care of themselves and take responsibility for meeting their own needs. It's important. It, uh, it's everything. Because without this, we won't have a future. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow for my next video. Have a good night.